Well, welcome everybody to uh, this month's roundtable discussion. Um, this month we're talking about uh, the YWAM structure of circles, um, which is a very interesting topic, I think. Um, and we've got a really great lineup for us on the discussion this, this month. Um, we've got Steve Mayers, who's um, originally from England, but he's living now in Canada, but he was for many years in Europe and Spain and Scotland. Uh, we've got Tobe, who is from Denmark and now living and serving in Denmark. And we've got Jose, who's from Argentina, but living and working and serving in London for many years. Um, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Belinda. I'm from South Africa. That's the accent. And I am uh, working and living in um, Bosnia and Herzegovina. So um, now to start us off this month, maybe Steve, you can share some of the things that stood out for you. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I seem to have been on a few uh, times this month. <laughs> I find it, it's always interesting to know that we we put interpretations on teachings that we hear that seem to enable us the greatest freedom. <laughs> um, and it was interesting as I listened to the various inputs, um, this word myth came up a number of times and Lynn used this term myth. And I thought, yeah, that's interesting. Um, and the myth was that there's no accountability above the local level of leadership. And his response to that was, yeah, there's actually more accountability in his view now than there was before. Uh, because instead of one leader, regional leader, now you've got a, a whole team of, of elders in an area. Um, and he was saying, yeah, we need uh, eldership on every level. Another myth um, that came up was areas uh, are mandated only to convene. And, and he said, sure, we call people together, but it's much more than just calling them together. There's obviously important things that we need to do. And part of that is to give vision to uh, build relationships and support and trust, as well as deal with issues that arise. And um, and then we had another uh, phrase of dealing with, um, well, it was talking about castrating leadership, which I thought was an interesting uh, point. Uh, and it's the myth of that, the, the fact that there's no authority, no power and no vision in, in elderships, which which seems a crazy thing to think about. Um, a structure is there to serve, and if it's uh, all authority um, and vision is taken away, what's it there for? You know, there's definitely a purpose. Another myth was it's the same structure, uh, but new names. Um, and I think as we go through uh, the whole principles of eldership, we, we recognize that it's, um, it's not just uh, putting the same people with different names. It's it's a change to team and plural leadership. It's a change to influence, not position. Um, I was going to say, um, probably summing up uh, the difference from the old structure and the new structure that, that was started in 2014. Um, yeah, it's the same authority the same accountability, but it's team instead of individual, it's influence instead of position, it's relationship and not control. 
Mm. Um, and so, you know, that's vastly different. And I think, Belinda, when you, in your article, you, you pointed out on value seven that says, maintain healthy relationships with appropriate authorities and circles of elders. And I thought, yeah, that kind of sums it up. And you were saying that if, if nobody can say no, then that's an unhealthy situation. So, um, yeah, there's got to be that kind of accountability that, um, yeah, when you're going off track, somebody is able to say no and make it stick. And mm -hmm. so I thought that was <clears throat> a very, very good point. Uh, you also went on to say that it's <clears throat> it's not a question of whether we have authority, it's how we use it. And that and we use it with humility. And that speaks again of the importance of relationship and you know, that pastoral care that we have for our staff and for the mm -hmm. work. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Steve. Yeah, that's great. And I, I mean, one of the things that I mentioned was just how um, responsibility goes with authority. So if you are a circle of elders and you're responsible for a specific, like a base or an area or a, a, a country, then you have the authority because, I mean, mm. it just, it doesn't make any sense if you don't. <laughs> um, and in fact, you know, you're carrying something in the spiritual, in the spiritual um, that you then need to be able to say, okay, no, this is not the way that it should be done. Um, but it's that it's that circle that carries that authority now. Um, it's no longer one person um, like it used to. Be. Um, so I think that's 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 a big, like you pointed out, it's a big difference between the, the individual to the team now. You also mentioned now a little bit about pastoral care, and I think that was something, Jose, that you um, were saying was quite important um, out of this month that you picked up. So maybe yeah, that and other ideas that you you, you found interesting. Yeah, I, I think Caleb mentioned that in, in, in the in the video that I've seen and, and I think is 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 true. We need I mean we call it pastoral, you can call it relational, you can call it in the way that you want. And the, I think the name is not important, but it's is to to be there when people need you, you know, and, and sometimes now with technology so easy, I can call people in, in two seconds to in Malaysia, for example, a friend of mine that is pioneer in Malaysia, and I can call him and say, hey, look, how are you doing? How are things going? You know, simple things with a, with, a, with, a, with a pastoral heart, with a heart of a father or mother, uh, being there saying, how are things going? How can I help you? How can I, is anything that you need? You know, these kind of things, I think it's so important because people, when they pioneer in these places, they feel really lonely. One of the things I noticed in several cases that people feel lonely. I mean, obviously the leaders and people don't do it purposely because we are so busy sometimes and it's difficult, but they need people that can be there sometimes, visiting them. I know it's, it's tough with the pandemic it was difficult to travel and people really suffer a lot I, I i've seen this a lot and i think that was something uh, not very easy for many people but i think now when situation is better i think we need to you know pay the price i had to pay many times a lot of money <laughs> put in my credit card to visit a team and to visit someone because they couldn't pay for me i just i had to do that 
but they say, oh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for spending time with us. You know, these things are tremendous for, especially those who are, as I said, pioneer, those who are in a different culture, um, you know, paying the price. And I think for me, this is one of the keys in this circles of leadership that we need to have, you know, some of this element that will help to have a healthy uh, structure in the future. And also because if we want to multiply, I think we need to multiply with this uh, leg of, uh, you know, relational thing in which we we can feed them, we can support them. And, and I think this is, this is great. I feel like very proud to see, you know, how uh, teams are taking off in different places and, and, and it's great. So yeah, I stop there. I can talk a lot. <laughs> well, we'll come back to you in a little bit. Um, but yeah, Tova, you had some also interesting ideas. Interesting ideas. Okay. Well, <laughs> interesting something. conclusions or or things that you uh, you saw this month. Sure. I mean, one thing uh, in reading Steve's article, I think by the way, it was a really helpful article that I'd love to bring into the ACT that I work with in in the north, as well as actually bring in on a you know, a European level for us to just relook at again, because I have a feeling that some may have just this this whole thing about circles and eldership in this way just doesn't seem to work. You know, some have drawn that conclusion, and I think that's um, um, yeah, I think that's a mistake. I think the the ACTs are meant they exist and they exist for growth. Uh, I loved how Lauren put it. You know. Uh, several years back, he said, I mean, they, they exist um, to go where we are not, you know, it is to it is to multiply and grow things. And in a sense, if if you look at, you know, an ACT, if it doesn't work, then change it, you know, it, it exists to it exists to to grow things and to multiply things, to facilitate life, you know, and ministry. Um, I another thing from from Lynn's article Lynn's article, from uh, from Steve's article, he pointed out that maybe um, maybe we have to come up with another word title, um, not role, but you know, senior wimers or senior senior leaders, senior wimers, because um, when I hear elder, no matter how many times I may hear it, you automatically think a bit older, you know, just because of the wording, and that's not the point, you know, an eldership circle. As I understand it, it is a group of people that do have responsibility for different things, but it's, it's they are operating as an eldership, so that is different than if it's just leadership um, uh, and executive, but they operate together and hear God together and operate where they are best, you know, um, and the elder, if you can say it like that, when they are together, you know, uh, it, yeah, so there's a forum there, the elder, when they are together. And you can be 20 or in your 20s and be there. But then we do have those that are a little bit older, you know, the senior senior leaders, uh, uh, wiremers, and they carry a legacy and, and they carry uh, um, the history as well, you know. So we can't just, we don't want to let go of them because they need it, but they can, um, we will have to find out how best to, to bridge that so we don't just, lose our memory if you can say it like that you know so 
um, I think Steve pointed out, you know, something important there. That um, um, I think we still need to find out how to better strengthen that whole idea of eldership. That is not old, but it's it's something else. Um, and yeah, and Dick he mentioned, um, yeah, that's to go in a little bit other direction. But he well, he pulled out that. I just wanted to mention as well. Um, so when we we sort of set up our act and mm -hmm. our eldership. Um, yeah. So we're we are an act eldership group. Yeah. <laughs> but then we recognize that we have people outside that group that are sort yeah. of senior leaders or senior wire members or whatever you want to yeah. call it. And we call ended up calling them legacy elders. Yeah. Um and mainly and that's what I, in my article I wrote about, you know, they they are legacy. They are the ones that remember when we did that and this is how we do. I mean We've got John Hess in our area and just listening to what he did in the, you know, when they were smuggling Bibles and um, Al Akamov or, you know, those kind of people, we yeah, need yeah. to hear those stories to be reminded of why yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, eldership is about, as I said in my article, is about vision. It's about going forward. It's about going where we're not. It's not about staying in the, in the, in the, in the, yeah. in the past. So I just wanted to mention that while you were talking about legacy and the senior, yeah, yeah. senior Y members or whatever we want to call them, but yeah. just to have that sort of in our mind that there's that there are different categories of of elders if you want to call it that way, um, and not to fall into the trap or the myth of an elder having to be an old person. Yeah, yeah. no, very true. No, there was another. Sorry, go I was ahead. Going to say, I, I made yeah. a point too that uh, the, we shouldn't use elder as a title. <laughs> No, no, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that it's as we gather as a team, mm -hmm. we are, we take exactly. on that eldership role and we're eldering yeah. together. Yeah. And so when yeah. you leave, your title is, if there's any title at all, it comes out of your passion. So, you know, I'm a leadership development trainer. I'm, I'm not a roving elder that has the answer to everybody. You know, I've got a lineup of people at my door. That's not the way it works. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I like what uh, you said, uh, Belinda, about the legacy. I think when we build up something in these young leaders, they they can exercise eldership easily as they grow, as they multiply in what they're doing. And I think this this is great because obviously these leaders will listen more young, other younger leaders than maybe to me because I'm a, the senior old leader. So I think we we need to create this synergy of younger leaders that will exercise these roles as elders or whatever name you, we want to put to them. And I think that is I think that is coming. Uh, it's coming soon in in this season. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I previously heard like. Um someone i think it was lynn green actually who said you know everybody can be an elder to somebody else yeah um and i think that what we're talking a little bit about is is that eldership like steve was saying it's the group that's the eldership um mm -hmm. and so we we're, we yeah but like a dts staff is going to be or a leader is going to be an elder to their dts staff Exactly. Because they've got more experience, they can they can they can be influencing them, giving them relationship past or you know, all that sort of thing. So we need to be careful of always thinking of elders as the old people. Um, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you need to be careful of like if someone is like a 20-year-old, you know, for them to go an elder, someone who has more experience, 
is not necessarily the way to go. <laughs> but the, in the context of an eldership group, I mean, like we have really fantastic young leaders on our act who are amazing and we love them and they give such good input. Um, and I think our act would be completely different if they weren't there. So mm. I think, you know, we can't, we, that's what uh, Toby is trying to say is that uh, don't think of elders as old. Um, mm. Very important, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think Steve, he mentioned actually that was part of the title. I think it's like uh, area circle teams, a new structure for a new generation. Mm -hmm. and, um, I think we really need to, to get that because we see that in companies, you know, as well, everywhere teams are forming and, and, uh, and young ones as well, they want to have a voice and they have a voice. And, and if you don't listen, you know, you're going to miss out about, you know, something very keen. Not just young people, but but you know, there's so much wisdom and creativity, you know, in team. But as I think we still struggle to find out how to make decisions as a team, um, and that's uh, that's yeah. I wonder what the rest of you think there. I think sometimes there's a little bit of ambiguity or insecurity in like exactly in how to come to a conclusion and make a decision in a team. I think that's. Uh, Love to hear your thoughts. I mean, I think for this us, it makes it, it, it. Sorry, Steve. I was saying this is where we need maturity in that exactly. team. Yeah, yeah. Learning how to discern and yeah. not go with your own opinion yeah. uh, and your own strength of personality, but you're you're listening to the Lord, you're listening to one another, and you're able to compromise when necessary and come to a consensus. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the shift from one leadership style to to eldership, I think there's there's some soft skills that that uh, we probably need to further learn, mm -hmm. you know, um, and and strengthen uh, to know how to do that better. Yeah, I think on the lounge you were talking a lot about those different sort of skills that the leaders need to yeah. have now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I yeah. think in the corporate world, those skills yeah. skills are now being the most they're the most sought after. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think we have them because we work in this way, um, and just naturally have developed them. I think as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been mm. it's interesting when you kind of look at the business world and see actually what we're doing in working in teams and leading in teams is actually what they're going towards, um, rather than having a single boss. You know, they have a group. Yeah. Or well, many times I think they actually ahead they got you know some pieces before we got there so it but it i think it's a time as well it's it's this it's a, a generation we uh, yeah the generation respond that's how um it it, it is what works that you get the best ideas from um yeah um you had one more point just you said about dick um i think about oh yeah that's right no dick, dick he pulled out two old letters from lauren you know, and uh, I've heard them many times before, but like one being that um, that leaders, you know, like national or area circle teams, they should not say no. They shouldn't have also just if you are a, a leader in London, you know, you don't have the you can't say no to somebody that want to come in and pioneer. But there was this uh, a healthy tension. He says like, but but there's also a letter to the pioneering team coming in, you know. Um, and that is that you should be, um, from day one, you should be communicating to those, you know, in this area, wherever you're moving in. So, um, which is so true and so right. So you should learn how to communicate, uh, coordinate, collaborate, 
um, and that's for uh, and finally moved to synergy you know mm -hmm. to see a much bigger growth and much more growth um, in an area but listening to him I was thinking how um, how are we doing in passing down those letters I know there's you know um, yes there's a website somewhere you can go and find it you can google this you know and and you will eventually get there but I'm not sure how how well we, we we carry maybe the essence of that in passing that on some mm. people they've just received and heard the first letter it's like nobody can say no we have a right to go you know and they may not have gotten the last the second one or, or vice versa um i'm not talking about the letters but the essence of you know um of it so um i think that's the challenge isn't it yeah, it's interesting when you have when things are going well and you've got the right leaders in place with the right gifts. Yes, almost function in any structure, but the structure is there really often to to help when things are not going so well. Exactly. Yeah, and that's where you know the accountability and the um, yeah, just the the ability to put things in order is important that that's within that structure so it's not a passive structure but it's when problems occur you can step in and, and deal with them yeah. yeah yeah and the person closest to the problem as well that was mentioned several times yeah. well yeah thank you everybody um this has been a really good discussion i've really enjoyed this um and yeah, just remind everybody to not forget to go back and look at the resources if you haven't already this month and encourage everybody to use them in your bases and maybe in your leadership teams, just as a reminder of, of more of these, um, these ideas and, and um, principles about eldership. So thank you, everybody. And uh, yeah, goodbye until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.